Oh, thank God. <laughs> no! Oh. No! Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. All right, you guys. So before we jump into the to the episode, oh God. Daniel's going to kill me I am. <laughs> because I made a fatal mistake. So Rose decided if I, if I go missing tonight. <laughs> well, now, now I, now I have nothing to stand on. because I, I won't have an alibi because of this podcast. <laughs> Um, Rose so, decided mid conversation with the Dalai Lama to turn off her microphone. I <laughs> did not mean to turn it off, but I guess I was like touching the mic mm. and I accidentally, uh, pressed the off button. So I'm sorry if, uh, <laughs> you know, in the middle of this episode, you're going to hear some bad audio coming from my direction while I was giving such a good speech. I know you were, you were on a roll. I was on a fucking roll. Anyway, guys. So I think it's cause you're like a very hand talker and yeah, stuff and oh, you're very like I this. Am. am I, am I very much like this? Anyway. And you like to like so, touch things while you're talking. Anyway, guys, I do apologize. <laughs> I do apologize for the, uh, the the audio error but it does fix itself later it does yeah because we're gonna keep recording so yeah yeah so it won't last forever but just letting you know i'm sorry i will make sure that i try not to let it happen again <laughs> could happen again okay. though it was funny though because like rose realized like mid through and she was like <gasps> Fuck! I'm, glad- <laughs> I'm glad i realized it <laughs> i know me too because you could have recorded the entire thing without knowing oh but that's another reason why we should keep this thing on daniel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's another mistake coming from you excuse me <laughs> usually i go back and forth and usually i don't have to okay. worry anyway, guys, about this let's let's get started with this episode okay, okay. <laughs> hello everyone and welcome back to this week's episode of the savage podcast hello Ari. how we doing how you going how you What's the the Australian accent today, Rose? As if we don't do accents every single episode, That's very true. Very true. Welcome to the podcast if someone's new listening. Yes. For the first time ever. We do annoying accents. Mm -hmm. Welcome. Um, Guys, welcome back to another episode. We have Mm -hmm. a few patrons to thank. We got two new patrons. Two new patrons. Woo. So So thank you so much to... Kat. And Tien. Pretty sure this is my friend Tien. Uh. Hi, Tien. Uh, I think it's my friend, Tien. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Who, uh, that's cute. joined. Thank you, Tien, for mm-hmm. your support. Love you. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, I remember getting the email. Yeah. Because we get an email every time we get a new patron. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is this my friend? <laughs> like, uh, I was like, no, but like, I feel like Tien. Um, it's a common name, right? It's a co- I, yeah. I thought it was a common Vietnamese name, but judging by her photo, I feel like that is her. If it's not uh, Tien, my friend. Well, thank you so much to Tien anyway. And Rose, do tell us, <laughs> what, what do uh, the Patreons get on the Patreon community? So our Patreon community, guys, if you join, the link is in the show notes or the description. <clears throat> and if you join, you get an episode, uh, a bonus episode only for you yep. every single month. Okay. So it is only exclusive to the patrons and you get every episode uh, ad free and every episode a week before everyone else. Yep. So it is a fun little community. So make sure you join us and we still have to do April, don't oh we? Oh God, we do. And it's oh April Lord 17th. Jesus, guys, every month is going by way too fast. It's, it's just flying. It'd be flying. Yeah. So last month we talked about the Cosmic Skeptic, okay, who is a uh, YouTuber yep. and he recently quit veganism. So we reacted to that. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people uh, wanted to see a reaction. They did. So. They enjoyed that video. Mm-hmm. So yeah, guys, make sure you join <coughs> patreon.com slash the savage podcast. And while we're doing our, our shameless plugs, <laughs> yeah. um, also guys, if you haven't already, or if you're thinking about it in August, What's happening in August, Rose? We are going to Thailand and Bali, mm-hmm. and you guys are invited to join us. And actually, the Bali trip is almost full. Oh, goddamn. So, goddamn, guys. Um, and yeah, there's limited spots, and we're going to be doing basically like a vegan food tour in both Thailand and Bali. Yay, and, I'm so uh, you get to hang out with us, and we're going to do some fun little activities <coughs> and just travel together and eat together. It's going to be so much fun. So, if you guys want to join us in Thailand and or in Bali, you can click the links again in the show notes or description get all the details and if you want to join you can uh join yeah and the trips look really cool because not just like obviously the 
the focus is around vegan food and stuff, but there's also a lot of like activities. Oh and yeah. Things. Like, like it's not just about food, yeah. but obviously food is important, <clears throat> but it's going to be like a whole bunch of fun little activities mm-hmm. and cultural things. So it'll be really fun. So make sure you join us. And mm-hmm. those links are uh, in the description. We need to book our flights soon. Oh God damn. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Take the wheel. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's going to be exciting guys. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't been back. I haven't been back to Thailand for years and I've never been to Bali. So and it's been like over a decade for you, hasn't it? Exactly a decade. God damn. Daniel. Cause I was at the last time I was in Thailand was 2013 guys. So oh, it's such a, it's such a fun place. God damn. So when, when, when the last time you'd be in Thailand last year. Oh God. Damn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know you don't know anything about my life, Daniel, even well, though we have this podcast. No, but you know what Rose, <laughs> you have been traveling a lot. Mm, I've been traveling a lot. I can't keep track anymore. It's like. <laughs> You're going here. You're going to. You just went to Morocco. I know. Last year you went to like. Did you go to? Was it last year you went to Israel or was it the year before? The, no, Israel was in 2020. Yeah. And then we didn't travel for you know a couple years. Yeah. Well, we we traveled in like Canada, but does yeah. that count as travel? No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, last year I went to Thailand and Vietnam um, on one of these things on like the vegan food tour thing, and then I went to Korea as well. Didn't you also go to London? Well, you know, London is you know just, just my second home. So mm, okay. <laughs> That was last year. Then this year already, it's like Morocco. Are we allowed to say about the other the trip that's coming up in June? Uh, oh, Italy. Yeah. Yes, I'm also going to Italy. Mm-hmm. Went to London again this year, and you're going to Thailand and Bali. Like, uh huh. <laughs> God damn. Um, Rose. living my best life, YOLO. Yes, I'm. I'm jealous. Yes, I mean you're coming to like about like more than half of them. That's so. true. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Anyway, guys, <laughs> shall we jump into the stories? We should. So, so finally, a lot of stories this week. I know there's a lot. Last, going I mean, on. I don't think that's good news because whenever there's stories, we don't we don't ever talk about good stories. It's true. Sometimes it's like, <laughs> but we I feel like we mix it up on this podcast. We this. try like we there's doomsday stories which mm-hmm. Daniel loves to talk about. Okay, no, I'm not talking about the <laughs> c word today, Rose. But yeah, but you also like to talk about you know how the world is collapsing due yeah. to other reasons as well. True, not just the c word. You know, I like which... to give positive <laughs> positive energy to everyone. You know, um, but we also like to sprinkle in some like not so serious stories. Mm-hmm. You know, like pop culture stories. So yes, uh, so the first story. What are what are we talking about first? Hold on one second. I, got I know you got the list. I got Rose, the list. We're Rose... trying to organize our thoughts here because we both had uh, stories we want to talk about. Yeah. And I think the first story might be about your your motherland, Roses. Oh, God. We got another story from the motherland, which is South Korea. Oh, God damn. This place be crazy as hell. What happened in South Korea? <laughs> Tell us what happened in so, South Korea. Um, new news story. Um, South Korea is paying $800 each month for lonely young people to re-enter society. A.K.A. they're paying people to socialize. Um, can we get that in Canada, please? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a single person. I will re-enter society for $800 a month. <laughs> Some South Korean youth are so cut off from the world, the government is offering them to pay, to, uh, offering to pay them to re-enter society. Oh my God, the, that's actually so sad. I know. The Ministry of Gender Equality and Family announced this week that it will provide up to, you know, eight, basically, oh, it's 800 New Zealand dollars, but I don't know. That's probably like, what, 600 US dollars? That's my guess. I don't Some know how much yeah, don't New know. Zealand dollars is. I don't know if that's the same as... um. Australian dollars. I think it's a little bit less, but I don't <clears throat> actually know. So 650,000 um uh 650,000 Korean won, which yeah, I feel like that would be I don't know. Anyway. So, uh to let's say so that will pro- they will provide them they will provide them with this money per month to isolated social recluses in a bid to support their psychological and emotional stability and healthy growth mm-hmm. about 3.1% of Koreans aged 19 to 39 are reclusive lonely young people 3.1% um, defined as living in a limited space in a state of being disconnected from the outside for more than a certain period of time and have noticeable difficulty in a, in living a normal life Okay, so the country, this makes up about 338,000 people across the country. That's a lot of people. Because 3% doesn't sound like a lot. <clears throat> but if you think about the amount of people that is, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And 40% beginning their isolation in adolescence, according to the ministry. Various factors are thought to be at play, including financial hardship, mental illness, family problems, or health challenges, blah, blah, blah. So, so the monthly allowance will be available to reclusive young people aged 9 to 24 God damn, what the hell is happening? Um, <clears throat> okay, let me see here. Mm, but like, what's it for? Is it just to like... I think it's probably money to encourage them to like go mm-hmm. out, right? So it's like maybe they give them that as like, you need to be going out. You and need to spending go to, it on... Spending on restaurants and going to events and, you know, being out and about, you know? Yeah, I want to see exactly... Hold on. 
But it, I mean, it just, it, it represents a wider issue, right? Like absolutely. The fact, cause it's not just happening in South Korea guys. Like it's not, we're talking, but Korea is definitely worse. Yeah. It, Korea has like an exacerbated problem, Yes, but we're seeing this more and more in the U S in Canada, even in a lot of these, um, places because as our society, like we start to become more disconnected. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. It's, it's just happening. It just keeps happening. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is, you know, issues with social media and being on your computer all the time, yes. and not going outside and not doing a lot of these things. And <clears throat> it's bringing up more and more and more societal problems. Yes. And I think, you know, obviously that's the Korean government's way of trying to like <clears throat> start to tackle this because God, those, is that going to help though? Who knows? I just feel like it's putting a bandaid on a much wider issue as yeah. we're talking about, because giving people money is not the problem. Like that's not really like I get, maybe it'll help a little bit. Mm. And I'm saying, I mean, at least they're doing something, but it's Mm. not getting to the root of the problem. I think, I think what, what governments across the world guys, not just here, like not just in Korea, Mm -hmm. but I think one thing that they could look at, and we, we've talked about this on the podcast before is starting to develop or establish like these, third spaces or third yes. places where like we talked about before. Yeah. Yeah. Where people can go. It's like a com- community space where you can kind of like go and connect with other people. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an establishment where you have to pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe the government can have, instead of giving $800 per person is start establishing some of these, use that money to establish yeah. these third places. And also Look at city planning. I mean, Korea has less of an issue with this because Korea is already dense. It's a different issue. Yeah. Yeah. Korea is like super densely populated. But like here in North America, part of of our problem why people are getting more isolated is because people are living out. They want to have the big house with like a huge backyard and their neighbors are like down the road. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. not, you're not going to be as social, right? Like so basically everywhere has this social problem, yeah. but it, for different reasons. Yeah. Cause it's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting that Korea has it because I always thought yes. if you have a really densely populated area, naturally you're going to be more social. But if you think about it, if there's not a lot of these like third places, well, or- I don't think that's the reason in Korea. I think the reason in Korea, I mean, again, I'm just, maybe I'm just <clears throat> minimizing it. So there's a lot of places that people can go there. They don't have to spend money and can all hang out in like a well, community as in, well, area. Like as in there are, for example, like you spend a lot of time in school. We're talking about young people as well, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about people that have access to schools and stuff mm-hmm. where, you know, when, when you're in school you don't really like i guess you do maybe need a third place but you're you're socializing generally anyway but i think there's a few problems with um and there's a few problems with this because in korea it's like there's a lot of pressure first of all like social pressures Mm. so a like you have to be super fucking pretty like the beauty standards are beyond out of control yeah um so when people talk about beauty standards out like in north america i just laugh because like again it doesn't mean it's not a problem here. Yeah. But in Korea, it's so much worse that it's like ridiculous. Yeah. So A, if you're like not as pretty, you're going to maybe be bullied. Mm. You know, you're not going to feel like you fit in and you always have to conform to society. So you feel this like massive pressure to fit in. And so if you don't fit in, then you're a recluse potentially. Mm. Or, you, you know, uh, there's also pressure to be really, really smart. You have to be really good in school. Yeah. And again, if you're not, then you're not going to get into good schools. And again, you feel like a failure and then you kind of maybe recluse. Yeah. So I think it's a very specific issue with Korea and also Japan. Mm-hmm. And of course, and then social media and like how everyone was on. They're very, you know, tech- technologically very advanced. Yeah. And I don't think that's necessarily a good thing. No. So, but you might be right as, as in they're not actually meeting in person in yeah. these, in these places where we used to meet in person. So it's exactly. not necessarily that, but there are so many ways. It's for a people multitude to interact. of issues. Exactly. It's a multitude. Like, cause you think mm-hmm. about it even now, like even, even if you look at like our high school experience, right? Like yeah. what we did in high school. Cause like at, when we were in high school, we got the like old brick phones and shit. Like you could maybe, <laughs> you could play like snake on it and maybe text oh, your friend. Oh yeah. This is pre- uh, pre-smartphones. We were pre-smartphones. We were pre-smartphones. We were pre-Instagram. We were pre-Facebook. God damn, those were the days, dude. We were We were pre a lot of stuff. So I like, know, it's crazy. So like, um, like, I look back at like what I did in high school. It was like, I was always going to friends' houses, like walking, going for walks, like... Going to the mall. <laughs> going to the shopping mall, going to the movie theater together. Like, yeah. we were doing these things because guess what? Even though we live in fucking Canada. Exactly. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have... Like nobody had smartphones. It wasn't around. Yeah, that's true. So, but now the the generation now, like I can't imagine what it's like because oh my God, it's so bad. They're just always on their phones and stuff. It's really bad. And they're saying because of people like texting and being on Instagram and, and, you know, abbreviating language and stuff that kids are losing, um, losing the ability or like the, the skills of like proper writing and stuff. Oh my God. Because they're like constantly like, you mean texting, like having normal form. grammar? Exactly. Having like good grammar, normal grammar. Like that's they say scary. that's like a dying Well, you know what's thing. scary? Because I was like, uh, over the weekend, um, I was writing a birthday card. Mm-hmm. Okay. And every time I write now, 
actually with my hand, I'm realizing how bad my handwriting is. Yeah. Because I mean, not that my handwriting was ever that pretty. Yeah. But now it's like, it literally feels weird. Like it yeah. doesn't, it's, it's a muscle I don't use. Yeah. I barely write. Right? Like this is a problem. Maybe I need to start writing. Like maybe I need to start journaling start or something. Start journal. Yeah. Oh God damn. Do I really want to write down all my fucking thoughts in my head? No, I don't know, man. I don't want to read that. <laughs> God damn. Listen, I don't want to be Anne, Anne Frank. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you ever think about this? Like if I have a fucking journal <laughs> and then like, you know, God forbid I you know, deceased from this planet. People, people will be going through my shit. Exactly. Writing a fucking, you know. Like, I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody, <laughs> I don't want nobody reading my fucking journal. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, uh, no, thank you. Anyway, I mean, not that I have Anne Frank's story, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my girl was writing some intimate things in there. Mm-hmm. God damn. Like, and now everyone knows. It. I, I mean, I guess it was an important story, but like, it was, yeah. you know, like, do we want the world to know all her inner thoughts? Anyways. Um, anyway, so big issue. Once again, yeah. we talk about this all the time and now it's not just a problem with children, but obviously with children, it's there, it's much worse because yeah. you know, they're not, they're, they're not fully developed yet, yeah. but even with adults, I mean, we're, we're also like tied to our phones. But and also I'm, I'm even finding even in the last like, couple of mm. years, I'm getting worse. Oh my God. Like, I'm so bad. Focusing. Like I'll watch a movie and I'll have my phone. I'll be going through TikTok and stuff. And I'm like, what am I doing? I know it's the TikTok. It's so bad. It's like, the TikTok. because it's like, it's like our brains can't focus. I know. Like, and if we continue to keep doing that, that's going to be a huge problem. We're really fucked. Yeah. So I think like the biggest thing is, uh, yeah, the biggest thing is filling your time by actually seeing other people. Yeah. I think that's the best thing because when we're alone, we just look at our phones. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or we can read and do other things. But mm. I think the best thing to do is just spend time with more people as much as you can. Yeah. So we got to fill up our social calendar again, Daniel. Oh, God damn, No time. I'll be tired as hell. Me too. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's, anyway, I mean. So South Korea paying people, guys. Yeah. Um, so, uh. Let's see. I'm wondering like what they are actually like what they expect them to spend the money on. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming, yeah, maybe it must come going out or maybe it's also because these people, it sounds like these people are maybe coming from low income backgrounds, they have financial which then ships. again adds another layer of a social isolation because you're yeah. embarrassed that you're low income. Again, lots of issues there. Um so yeah, like even just to go out and buy groceries, go mm-hmm. out and talk to people, go out and socialize. I don't know. Fuck, that's so Dang, sad. That is sad. Because like when you're that age as well, it's natural for you to want to spend time with your friends. Yes. Right. That's all you ever really want to do. Like some of my fondest memories are like you know when I was in the, my early twenties, right? Like going to university, like all the house parties we went yeah. to, and like Ugh. backpacking, and you know doing all this stuff with your friends. It's like I know that was like such a good time in my life. I know, and that's crazy because when I yeah when I was in when we were in university, that's <laughs> when like maybe smartphones like started to come out. It was just around that time. But like I also didn't really have. I think I had a BlackBerry for a while. Yeah. And when I was like doing like exchange abroad, mm. I only had like the dumb phones. Like yeah. I didn't have a smartphone because I would. At that time, it was also hard to like switch your SIM card. Yep. Anyway, so I would get like a cheap fucking dumb phone when I yeah. was in Italy and stuff. And so every time we, we would travel, we would just like get to the city, go to th- somehow find the hostel. Yeah. I don't even know how we did it. Okay. Well, that's and then like, they give you a map. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's like my my very first trip. I did have a smartphone, but I had did it on you? I had it on airplane mode. It was like my, well, not my first the first trip. My, iPhone. My, my yeah, it was like iPhone four. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, your iPhone four that you had about twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember, but even then, so on my iPhone four, what I had done is I when I was backpacking, I got this. Um, Lonely Planet, I think it was, like Travel Guide or something. Sure. And it was like the Travel Guide for Central America. And this book was amazing. It was like, it, it had every city and then it would have like a map of the city and where all the hostels were. That's cute. And I literally would like, it was my Bible. Like, oh, it, and do you still I, have it? I don't know. I think I lost oh, it. Daniels? I know. It's a shame because like looking back, because yeah. half the hostels probably aren't even around anymore. Like, I know, do you know right? what I mean? Like, it, but it, didn't, you get, didn't you keep a journal? I did, yeah. See, that's cute. So w- one thing I did on both my backpacking trips is I was not as diligent as I probably could have been, but I did keep a journal. And like me and one of my friends who I met through traveling, we actually, we had a Skype, like a couple, like it was probably last year or something. We did a, like a Skype date or whatever. Sure. Had some wine and we like went through our journals, like that's read them cute. to each other. Like well, obviously not everything, but like the yeah. parts where we like first met each other. And it was like, I had some notes around like how I thought about her the first time really? I met her. And stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Like so it was can, really cool. So, um. If you ever, you know, can I uh, publish your journal? Go for it. <laughs> There's nothing that riveting in there, you know. Oh God damn, Daniel! Mm-hmm. It, it won't be a bestseller. No, I was okay. a, I was an angel when I was traveling. You know, not like not like now. <laughs> 
We'll see about that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that's the first story. Very, uh, very sad. Yeah. I don't think it'll fix any problems, to be honest. No. But it might help some people at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so next story is Daniel's story about Sam Smith. Oh, God damn. So the reason I wanted to bring up this Sam Smith story is I feel like it ties into so much stuff going on. And, yeah. There's you know, so much going on. There is. A lot of backlash. People are fucking obsessed. They are. And okay, so the reason I thought of this Sam Smith thing is I was on TikTok the other day and <clears throat> there was like a video of Sam Smith at his most recent concert and he was wearing like these devil horns and he was wearing like a corset with like, n- thank you Rose, with like <laughs> nipple tassels and like oh, basically like a G string. Oh, and he was like dancing and he was like bent down at one point and it was like full ass G string everything. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, what is going on? But people have gone wild. Like they're angry. Yeah. So apparently people are like slamming him on like basically being like, this is grotesque. You're disgusting. They're, they're also making fun of the fact that he's like uses they them pronouns now. Oh, of course. That's the main reason they're yeah. they're calling him grotesque. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. And right. Like, it's funny because there's like a mixed camp about it. Right. Oh, okay. some some. Well, a lot of people are being quite harsh, but some people are talking about, well, like we shouldn't, you know, sex sells. Right. And they're saying, well, why is it wrong for him to do that? When exactly. we have women gyrating in, in thongs with like ass implants, like twerking, getting their butt, <laughs> butt cheeks to do all this kind of shit. No one says anything about that. Well, there are people that I mean, say people things do. about yeah, that. Yeah. But yes, the main outrage is that it's a man Yeah. or he's non-binary Yeah. and people feel very uncomfortable with mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, where do these people get the time to give a shit? I know. Okay, listen, I follow Sam Smith on Instagram and like, not my style, okay? Yeah. His new, his new style ain't my style, okay? I know personally- but do I care? Yeah. No. Exactly. This is the thing. Personally, I do miss the the era. Yes. I love that era of Sam Smith where he was like, just like singing these amazing oh, ballads. The ballads and, like, were the best. Oh, like I'm not the only one. Yes, and, definitely. Like, won't you oh. stay- with me like that is the era of sam smith that i'm like all you, the heartbreak songs yeah i'm like you're so i mean he's still so fucking talented he's an amazing singer personally that was this era i liked yes, more but you know what artists go through these things yeah and like who cares exactly let him ex- it's him like let him do whatever he wants i don't understand this backlash this hatred but again it's because again everyone is directing their hate at you know they them they them also trans people and just like this it's all it's all the same yeah people are like literally it's like i I, i'm not seeing it's like a non-stop thing it's on my tiktok it's on everything of people being like i saw this one thing i was i said to rose earlier as well there was like these drag queens that they came into a school and they were just talking to kids like we're talking right now and they were just like asking them questions and just being like curious about them and the kids were like giggling and laughing and stuff and the comment section, guys, oh. people went wild. They're like, you don't know the irreversible damage you've done to these children. You don't know, like, all of this other what stuff. What is the irreversible damage? I know. And this is where I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I don't, I like. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, I, I, I Again, it's because they think it's gross. That's literally what it is. But it is. Because, like, think about all of the other shit that we're okay with as a society. Or maybe we're not, but it's less um, talked, about. talked about than some of this stuff. It's like. Like exposing kids to like, you know, there's yeah. all this like gun violence. There's all this like harsh video games and crazy movies that are like R-rated and shit that kids are watching. Like, right. like this is the least of the concerns uh-huh. about kids having a drag queen like come to school and like read to them and stuff. Like, I don't know. I just... God, I just don't get how mm. anyone has this much time. I know. <laughs> like, how do you care this much? <laughs> uh, like, like I, I, I guess, I guess where I struggle is like, People are saying, you know, this is going to cause irreversible damage to their kids, right? But I'm like, what irreversible damage? Like, this is what I'm not understanding. Like, if your kid, like, you know, let's say to their true self, they want to be a drag queen. Actually, wouldn't this be beneficial for them? Well, they don't. They don't think that, Daniel. I know, of course. Not. But <laughs> they also, they think that this is atrocious. It's an mm, act against God. Yeah. They think it's disgusting. Yeah. And they're afraid mm. that their kid is going to turn out that way. Yeah. But I think I think the thing for me as well is like. Another thing, like, it's because it's, uh, oh, I could, I get I know. so angry. I'm so mad. It's like, it's like, oh, you know, if you have a gay guy or, or a lesbian or whoever, their kid's going to turn out that way and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, no, like that's, I've, I've had so many arguments oh, with people. God. It's like, it's not a choice. It's like, it's what you're born with. And I know some people will disagree with me. I don't care. But my argument is like, even if, if a kid is not in the LGBTQ community, yeah, right? They're not, they're not going to go that way. They're not even inclined. 
if they're exposed to people within the community, don't you think as a society that we'll be in a better place? Because that's teaching kids acceptance, tolerance, learning about others that are different from them. And like personally, they don't want others that are different from them. That's the problem. Yeah, that's true. But it's like, Like because we're like, we, yeah, it makes sense to us. Yeah. Cause like, I honestly, like I, of course I don't want, like if my like five-year-olds at the school, I don't really want somebody gyrating in a thong in their <laughs> class. Like, no, I would, I would kind of have a problem with that. Right. But if a drag queen was going to the school, like, you know, uh. reading a book to them and stuff, I would actually appreciate that because I'm like, if my kid turns out to be straight, gay, whatever they want to do, either way, you're teaching your kids acceptance and tolerance. Absolutely. And you're learning about others and other, you know, it's, it's the same, like, you know, if you don't have like a diverse, you know, teaching staff or your kids aren't exposed to people from other cultures, that's also what stems like racism and stuff. Yeah. You know, like I, oh. And, but I also don't understand the Sam Smith thing because he's not marketing toward children. I think the argument was that people were saying there was kids at the show. I don't give a fuck. There's kids at every fucking show. Oh my God. People need to calm the fuck down. It's always about the children. They always use the children as the inexcuse. Yeah. Well, th- this is the ironic thing, guys. Uh, honestly, I, I have to like, when, when I watched that, that John Stewart interview yes. and, and honestly, the, the, like the Republicans are so bad for doing this. They're like, we have to protect our kids, you know, yeah. kids safety is number one. And it's like, well, and I'm, I'm talking about the U S specifically, but like what is doing more harm to kids in the U S <laughs> yeah. than anything else? It's guns. And they refuse to address guns. Yep. I like it literally, the logic blows yep. my mind. And it's where I think we're on, they're on, they're on track to having again, another record, <sighs> you know, mass shooting situation. It's Recently like, there was a, yeah, over the weekend there was a mass shooting fuck. at a sweet 16 party. This is, this is insane yeah. to me. It's like, it's like, you know, and John Stewart made such a good point in that thing where he was like, at what point, because the Republicans keep saying, more guns more make guns. this country safe. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, at what point do we hit the, the curve when that becomes a reality? Never. It's, it's never, never going to happen. happen. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so fucking frustrating. It's, um, just like, it's just like, you know, when you have the evidence there and it's yeah. so blatantly fucking obvious and everything is telling you this is an issue. Yeah. And you refuse to accept it. Yeah. And you focus on things that have no proof or clinical anything yeah. to show that it has any harm to children i feel like they're focusing on the wrong thing on purpose like yeah. we always talk about this but yeah. there's always some obsession with something that's so inconsequential it's because they're trying to distract the masses exactly. from focusing on what really matters a real issue exactly that's exactly what it exactly. is exactly so we're going to talk about sam smith and his fucking concert mm-hmm. when literally over the weekend there was a black kid that was shot uh, because he got he rang the door at the wrong doorbell. I think he lived. I think he's alive. Yeah. But this fucking like teenager, and he looks like a teenager, and he got shot. Don't you think that's gonna do more damage to that poor yeah. kid than uh, a drag queen? But instead of that, we're focusing on drag queens. Yeah. Oh god. Or it's like so Sam Smith performances, or or any of this other stuff, and like yeah, like also there's been a lot of stuff in the news lately about like trans trans. Oh, it's women. everywhere. It's everywhere, and I'm like, literally, why do you care? I know. I'm like, I just don't get it. I'm I, like, get a life. Seriously, get I know. a life. I really just don't care either. Like, I'm like, I honestly, literally, they're those that that group of individuals. They are doing no harm. Like, they're just whatever. Exactly. Like, I haven't heard of any drag queens. Sh- I mean, it could I could be wrong, but I haven't heard of any drag queens shooting up a school. Right. Well, there there was a situation um, a few weeks ago where the um, there was a mass shooting. I can't remember where, but it was like a trans man. A trans no, a okay. trans woman. Okay. And then of course oh, yeah. the Republicans freaked the fuck out because it was a trans person. Like, oh. And this was the only time when they were like, Oh, we should maybe like have laws against trans people buying guns because mm. they're obviously mentally unstable. I'm like, Well, where was this topic when literally almost all mass shootings are done by non-trans men <laughs> i know and the crazy thing is another thing too though is in the states it's like it's relatively easy to get a gun so if you're all of a sudden being like oh they're mentally unstable well maybe there should be checks exactly and registration required i'm not saying it's okay for that trans person to do that definitely not but like you <clears throat> only talk about it when it's a trans person like come the fuck on i know like we need to talk about it every single fucking time exactly and look it up oh my god guys. i know I just, it I, me so it's mad. just like i'm like i'm wondering how many times i'm gonna have to hit my head against this brick wall before like somebody wakes the fuck up oh my god honestly oh, it's never gonna happen i know it's so it's just it just it does really like the more we talk about it and the more and we've been literally talking about this for I like know. two I'm s- three years it's so stupid nothing changes 
Next story. Oh, God. What other damn. doomsday story do we have? to? Oh, we got to talk about this. Oh, God. Damn. You guys, I got some controversial opinions, Uh-oh. but please hear me out. We're, okay. we're going to talk about the Dalai Lama. <gasps> okay. Do So this story broke. Mm-hmm. It actually broke last week. Yep. Uh, but we didn't talk about it last week because I didn't know much. I didn't want to like dive into it when I didn't know anything. Like know too much about it. Exactly. Because if you guys didn't know, so Dalai Lama was, uh, is now in hot water. Okay. Mm -hmm. If I'm sure we all know who the Dalai Lama is, (coughs) he's a spiritual leader Mm -hmm. essentially in Buddhism, in Tibetan Buddhism. Yeah. I think that's how you describe him. (laughs) How would you describe him? He's a Tibetan religious figure. Okay. Sure. Okay. We all know who Dalai Lama is. Yeah. So the controversy broke last week when basically he uh, was speaking to this young boy, okay, who's probably like seven or eight. And he basically says, suck my tongue and sticks his tongue out to the little boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. That clip, that video clip went viral, right? Because, you know, like that sounds weird, right? It, It definitely sounds weird. Definitely sounds weird. So that went viral and everyone... Started basically, you know, some people calling him pre- predatory, like pedophile, like all kinds of things. Mm. And I was like, first of all, obviously my initial reaction, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, of course, that was my initial reaction. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and then, but I was like, what? What was your re- initial reaction? What the fuck? Sure. I was just kind of like, what is going on? <laughs> right? Right? You're like, like, who? I mean, it, who not, does that? Regardless if it's the fucking Dalai Lama, yes. who? I like, even if it's some random person, like. Suck my tongue. Yeah. So then I was same same reaction. Yeah. But because it was a kid as well, we're like, what the hell? So yeah. he issued this apology saying mm. like, you know, Dalai Lama. There was a misunderstanding. Dal- Dalai Lama is very like uh, playful, and there was no like ill intent. No blah blah blah. Okay. Anyway, people like fucking went wild. Okay. Yeah. People got fucking pissed. They're like, you know, basically like accusing him of all kinds of things. Yeah. I was not okay. So I saw that and I was like. There has to be an explanation. Yeah. Okay. Because first of all, this shit was like in public, right? It's like he's on a stage. This shit is being filmed. He's aware it's being filmed. If he's trying to be predatory, Mm. why would he do that when it's being filmed? On a stage. That makes no fucking sense. You don't got no Catholic priests doing that, you know, on a stage. Uh -uh. But you you know, we know what they're doing behind the fucking closed doors, Mm -hmm. right? Like you'd be doing that shit behind closed doors. Because you don't want to be caught. Exactly. So why would he, so my initial thought is like, there has to be some explanation. There must be a reason behind it. Even though it's weird as it. fuck from yeah. our perspective. And then there was. Of course there was. So okay. I looked into it and I was like, at first, again, I was still like, what the fuck? And yeah. everyone's talking about it. And of course, I was like, oh my God, maybe it is like a really fucking fucked up situation. And then I saw this video of this like Tibetan, because Tibetans are saying, you know, this is completely like miscommunicated, basically. It's taken out of context, blah, blah, blah. And then I saw this video and he's saying, and this guy was like, he's Tibetan. So obviously he's a little bit biased. He's like Buddhist as well. And he's saying that in Tibet, first of all, first of all, that clip was like cut, right? So you don't see like the entire clip. Right. And if you watch the entire clip, first of all, like when, after he says the suck my tongue thing, you know, the boy's like pretty close to his face. And then the Dalai Lama just kind of pulls him back. So like, he doesn't actually go mm. ahead with it, right? Yeah. Like, okay. So it's not like he was waiting for the kid to actually do it. He, the kid never put his tongue in his mouth. It, it, <laughs> So clearly that was, you know, like yeah. he, he pulled back and then they were laughing, whatever. Yeah. People are saying he, the kid is uncomfortable. And I'm sure maybe the kid is uncomfortable because, um, in, cause the kid I think was like Indian or something. Like he was not Tibetan. I don't mm. think cause they were speaking English. Right. That's why he said, oh, okay. my yeah, anyways, yeah. so the Tibetan guy is explaining in this video that in Tibet, it is very normal. I have to rewatch a video, but it's very normal for uh, people to like greet each other by like sticking out your tongue. Uh, like it's a very kind of normal playful gesture so the way that we see tongues <laughs> it's very different mm. okay from the way that they because we might perceive the tongue as being very sexual mm. right but also we're north american and we think everything is sexual and toe is sexual yeah we're very like oversensitive to sexuality mm. okay um i think so what do you think do you think that's true uh potentially yeah yes i think that yeah. we're also very like we like especially maybe in america because people are very religious yeah we like to like shelter kids from anything that's like remotely could potentially be sexual. Exactly. And also we're, I feel like we're on the end of the spectrum where it's like even a hug. Cause right. we, we're not that, we're not that affectionate either. Yeah, with yeah, each yeah. Other. We're not like a, you know, like in Spain, for example, right. they kiss you kiss each cheek. other on the cheek. You yeah. Very like huggy and touchy yes. and all this. And in North America, it's very like, 
Yeah, we're exactly. Sometimes exactly. we give each other a hug when we greet, but we never kiss each other on the cheeks. Like, if you kiss, it's a sexual thing. Exactly. So we don't, exactly, right? Yeah. You, you don't even kiss like your family or whatever. No, like, I don't kiss my parents. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's like not normal. normal. Whereas in Italy, you kiss the fucking stranger and make meat on the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that was a, that was a fucking culture shock. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is he kissing me on the cheek? Like, get away, get away. But it's very normal and it's yeah. not sexual, right? Yeah. So that's, that's the difference. Like, I think it's un important for people to understand that there are cultural differences in the way that we perceive certain things. And some of these can appear really bad in some cultures, yeah. but in other cultures, it's normal. Mm -hmm. So again, like, is it weird for North Americans to start sticking their tongue out and like greeting each other that way? But he was actually showing videos and videos, uh, videos and uh, photos of people doing this in Tibet. Yeah. Apparently it's very normal. And another thing that they apparently do with kids is like, they'll, they'll play like, again, they're very jokingly with their kids and they'll say things like, and I can't remember why they do this. It's like when a kid asks for something, um, the, the adult will say, oh, well, let me give you my ear. Let me give you my, my hand. And then when you have nothing left, like, I guess I only have my tongue left. You can like take my tongue or eat. Apparently the right saying is like, eat my tongue, mm. but there's no like direct translation or yeah. something along those lines. And obviously Dalai Lama is not like his language is not, his first language is not English. Yeah. So I think there was some lost in translation Yeah. and he probably used the wrong word. Yeah. That's my guess. So anyway, long story short. I don't personally think, and I know there's still gonna be people in the comments. Yeah. Okay. But like, I think, I think it's, we need to be a little bit. Okay. So I was, I'm sorry guys for the bad audio for the mm. last few seconds. We just realized that I had my mic turned off. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry, but we're going to continue with good audio this yes. time. Yeah. So what was the I verdict on where that? I was at. You were basically like summarizing. I was the going Dalai on a Lama rant situation. about the Dalai Lama and I'm really upset because I feel like I was, you know, really just yeah. honing in. So you, so your sentiment or your feeling around the whole story and stuff is there was a, if I'm, if I'm understanding yes. completely correctly, it's like there was some cultural things that we weren't aware of yes along with maybe potentially some language using yes. the wrong language and wires got crossed i believe so yeah i believe so now i don't know right i wasn't there but based on what i've seen you, I've were, seen, you weren't there to visit the dalai lama rose <laughs> i've seen the video okay and i've seen not just the little cut footage but mm. i've seen the full thing yeah and i just feel like if we again from our perspective, guys, like remember, we are talking from our perspective. Of course, mm -hmm. that's weird. From the North American or any other culture, uh, culture's perspective yeah. that doesn't do this practice or that doesn't, you know, think that that's normal. Mm -hmm. Of course, that's going to look strange. But I would like you to like, you know, open your minds up a little bit and think, okay, it's probably something innocent something yeah. it could be right like give the give the benefit of the doubt and actually that's a really good point because you know there's a lot of like even just in language right there's ex sure. there's expressions that you use in certain languages yes. and if you translate them to english it they make no fucking good. sense and sometimes they can sound really nasty and mm -hmm. stuff and you're just like that is dirty as hell yeah. and, and kids will say it to each other yeah but in the language, it, it's it's more innocent than exactly. once you try to directly translate it. So I think that there are there is some like leeway and stuff. And like you said, like he didn't actually get up on stage and have a kid suck his tongue. <laughs> God, it sounds ridiculous. It but does. That's another thing. It's like if he was like this, if mm -hmm. he wanted to do that. And I'm not saying okay, I have no reason to defend the Dalai Lama. Okay, mm -hmm. I you know he's a spiritual leader. I'm not Buddhist. I'm not spiritual. Yeah, no reason to defend him. So obviously, if I thought he was in the wrong, I would say it. But I just don't think so. I really don't. I think that it was, again, yeah, all of the reasons suggested. I think we're also very sensitive North America mm -hmm. to, you know, we're obsessed with kids mm -hmm. to the point where it's almost creepy. You know, like when people are just overbearingly mm -hmm. um, protective almost. Yeah. Well, like I've heard. Which, I've but heard, again, I understand why, because that yeah. clip was weird. Yeah. But. I've heard of like people like, like guys being like, oh, you know, like uh, I won't, I won't go too close to the playground by myself. Like I always Let's have to see. be with somebody and I'm like, that's such crazy. Cause like you go to other countries and it doesn't seem to yes. be like such an issue. That's what I'm Whereas here about. it's like, even I sometimes I'm like, Oh, if I walk through the park and there's kids there, is someone going to think I'm a fucking predator? I know. See, that's the thing. This is what I mean by we're so over obsessed with being, we think everything is sexual. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like, Again, of course, like there is some reason to be worried. Yeah. I understand that. Okay. But also we're creating this culture where it's like, we're so hyper, just, we think everything is like a predator and everyone yeah. is trying to kill our kids and fucking mm. all this shit. And this actually reminds me of a story that ha happened, I think a few weeks ago. So this is an example of like Americans and North Americans obsessively sexualizing everything that's not sexual. Yeah. So a teacher, you know, the statue of David, the yes, statue of yeah. Davide. Davide, Davide in Florence, or what I like to say, Firenze. 
Firenze. I've, I, I visited. I visited. <laughs> yes, there. I also visited the real statue. Right? I took a video. Oh, God damn, that'd be illegal, Daniel. Did, is it? Yeah, the one, the one, the real one, right? Yeah, it's like the original. In, it's in it's the, inside the little thing. Oh. Uh, Did you see the real one? You have to go inside, and it's like in this, like it's like literally just like an empty room with like the statue of david yeah no i think i did see that yeah, yeah you probably saw sure. the real one yeah yeah usually people go to florence if you guys don't know this is a very famous world famous statue yeah world renowned statue yeah. by leonardo da vinci right yeah yes so very famous artist very very famous statue mm. and it is in florence and there's also like a lot of replicas replicas all over florence as yeah, well. yeah so anyways it is very well known and of course you know davide mm. is uh very much naked because yes. all, basically all roman statues are naked as fuck yep and that's very normal. Again, yeah. definitely not like sexual. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's got like a hard on or anything. Exactly. Well, you know, the interesting. Well, actually, speaking of that, <laughs> yeah. I was in uh, Valencia like a while ago, like a while Which ago in, in Spain. Spain. Yeah. And they had this like this series of like newer artwork and sure. stuff. And it was like kind of these metal statues. Okay. But they were hard ons. Hard ons. <laughs> Having like like one person was like about to go down on the other person. Like, it was very intense. It was it out in the public? Yes, it See, was just, just like out in the street for people I, to walk by. Not that again. I, maybe it's a controversial opinion, but I almost feel like we shield sex too much. Yeah. Anyways, but this isn't even about sex. Mm. So, statue of David, famous statue. This is a worldwide famous statue. Somewhere in the states, I'm gonna have to pull up the article in a second. But somewhere in the states, a teacher got suspended or somewhat like punished for showing a picture of the statue of David. This is what I mean, and it wasn't an art class. Yeah, it wasn't even like, like you guys. This is what I mean by mm -hmm. things are not this always. Is, uh, this is one thing I miss about being in Europe, though, because like yeah. especially like living in Spain and right. stuff. I feel like Spain, and I feel like Italy is a little bit like this as well. Yes, there's a lot more kind of like sexual freedom if you will like people yeah. are just generally more open at least this was my experience when i was there yeah. like you know even even like I, I think spain still has some issues with like toxic masculinity and things like that yeah. but like they also people are just like more openly having sex like not obviously in the public but people are not ashamed of it Do you yeah. know what i mean like it's a part of like you know like some of the teachers would like joke about more it openly and, like, having sex. i feel like they are <laughs> Whereas we're like, oh, get yes. all close the blinds, exactly. Like close every, the doors, well, lock also, the house. Even just in like regular beaches, right? You mm. see women just topless. tanning sh topless. Yeah, there's kids around, you know, like, and it's it's not an issue because it's not overly sexualized. Exactly, but it's like in North America, we have this weird obsession with thinking we just have to shield kids from everything. Yeah. And it's like, okay, let me, let me find this article. So a parent in Tallahassee, Florida, of course, Florida, what is going on in Florida? I don't know. Um, cost, Say no to gay there. <laughs> cost, <laughs> <laughs> cost the charter school principal her job after complaining that one of the world's most beloved artistic masterpieces was pornographic. Oh my, oh my fucking God. If you don't know art, just say it. Okay. Um, hope. Who had just stepped into her role in Tallahassee Classical School less than a year prior announced her resignation. Uh, blah blah blah, and probably from all the pressure. Yeah, I'm trying to see if she, is she was she the one that uh, resigned. Hold on. But she obviously got some complaints from from parents, yeah. and then maybe that the pressure was like she caved under it and was like, "I'm resigning." Yeah, though it appears he did not specify why the principal was asked to leave. She believes it was related. Okay, so Miss. Okay, anyway, whatever. It was related to a lesson on Renaissance art. That was the class. Yeah. Okay, they all be naked. I know. Okay. <laughs> the paper spoke to Mr. Bishop, who had said he did give the ultimatum to the principal. And Anyway, so basically, somebody got uh, upset because mm. they were showing, um, you know, students a statue of David. Oh, is it Michelangelo? Oh, I thought it was Leonardo da Vinci. I thought it was too. See, this is why we got to learn about... Why do we both think it was a... Uh... I don't know. Okay, we're... Clearly, anyway. we need to take a Renaissance art class. Yes. Um. Anyway, so it was Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. Um. Why did I think it was Da Vinci? I don't know. I thought, I, I thought I it mean, was as well, I, though. I always get those people mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should take a night class, Rose. Oh, my God. Yeah, That'd it is. Fun. It was Michelangelo. I'm sorry, uh, Michelangelo. Mm -hmm. I thought uh, it was... Maybe we, should do, maybe we should do one night class at like the university or something about art. Oh God, yeah. it's kind of boring. <laughs> but you know what I noticed when I was in, well, here's the thing. I got kind of bored because, and, and this sounds very privileged, right? Cause like mm -hmm. I'm traveling Italy and obviously it's like amazing and yeah. there's so much great art, but after you see so many museums, you know, and so many statues of, you know, naked people, yep. you're just like, ah, oh, 
it's still nice don't get me wrong yeah but you know I, maybe i just don't know enough about it but you know you know those people that are like appreciative mm. of art yeah and they're like walking around like for hours in a museum like i can look at it and mm. i think it's nice but i'm not like emotionally moved by it you know true i mean ah uh, it depends like depends on the art though yeah i like for example i went to the um Salvador Dali Museum uh-huh. in in Spain, and yeah. it was like incredible. Right. Like it was such an amazing because he was like. But it was a very, different. I'm assuming. Yeah, it was. That's really what I funky. mean. Um, you know, when you look at Roman statues, they kind of look. You know. Mm. Careful, Rose. Well, <laughs> we might have some art connoisseurs <laughs> well, that know, listen to this podcast. I mean, I, obviously, I don't know anything. Okay. Because mm-hmm. we literally thought it was uh, Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> What's Da Vinci famous for? I a lot of things. Yeah. The Last like, Supper. I mean, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> sorry, uh, Italians, we got it mixed up. Yeah. Uh, let me see what the Da Vinci. I still can't believe like that the teacher and got under all this pressure for something that's like that's part of history. Like, yeah. is it gonna is it gonna get to the point where we can't start talking about like the Holocaust and shit because it's gonna be too triggering for kids? Like, well, I think I think maybe. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. part of our history. These are things that really happened. Like yeah. we learned from these things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So Leonardo da Vinci. Let's do a little lesson. He was famous for, of course, the Mona Lisa. Oh, right. The Mona Lisa, yeah. And didn't he do the... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Michelangelo did Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so, mm. apparently, I don't know anything about art. Uh, and Moving all on. those uh, trips to Italy were a waste. <laughs> God damn. So, anyways... Rose, you were too drunk all the time. Oh, God um, damn, Daniel. <clears throat> I'd be drunk on Italian wine. Mm-hmm. So, that was the story of... Uh, hopefully, I'm not canceled because I'm talking about the Dalai Lama. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, culturally... Think about it. Culturally, we think the tongue is sexual yeah but maybe in another culture they don't think the tongue is sexual yeah so to them that's not a sexual act it's just like you said with mm-hmm. all the art in, in like italy and stuff a lot of naked statues it's <laughs> yeah. not something that's over sexualized it's oh, celebrated i was going to talk about the naked statues though yeah why are all the dicks cut off do you notice that they're not always cut off dude they're all cut off have you ever seen it's a thing i was in a <laughs> david, <laughs> david does not have his dick cut off maybe not david hold on let me look at david uh. <laughs> They don't. So I remember seeing a lot of dick. <laughs> no, you saw the dick, but was it not cut off? No. Okay, so David's dick's there. Okay, it's no, there. That's what they're all like. No, trust me. Like, trust me. I've Googled this before because mm. I was like, I was definitely in like some kind of museum. Maybe it's from Vandal. All the dicks were cut off. Yeah. Hold on. Why are Roman statue <laughs> dicks cut off? <laughs> Let's see. See, it's a thing. Oh, ancient, ancient Greek. Maybe it's a Greek thing. Um. Clearly, I'm very good at art, guys. So, why do so many ancient Greek statues have their penises removed? I'm in Athens on vacation and noticed that many, uh, see, most of the male statues in the National Museum had their penises removed, like they were chopped slash chipped off. The testicles are still there. Very, uh, okay. And it says, typically, if an ancient statue's penis is missing, you can blame earthquakes and or late antique Christians. To begin the former, well, okay, so earthquakes are sure, but I feel like it's more so, because like it was yeah. like very specifically just yeah. that region. I mean, an earthquake is not going to target exactly. somebody's, a statue's genitals. Just the genitals, right? So it says, genitals had already been removed. Hold on. Um, uh, let's see. Urban elites of the Roman Empire, the guys, in other words, who ran cities and state, were predominantly Christian by the mid-5th century. These men, often educated in the best classical manner, had an ambivalent relationship with the nude statues that surrounded them. They appreciated them as artistic masterpieces and points of contact with the Christian uh, cultural tradition they treasured. But as Christians, they were uncomfortable with the sensuality implicit in their nudity. So once again, it's a Christian issue. Goddamn, mm-hmm. nobody liked the ween. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the ween. The Christians don't like the ween. God damn. So anyways, David's penis is there. We've confirmed. Yep. <laughs> Intact. It but I guess, I guess it was in Greece. I guess yeah. I definitely, there was like a moment where I was like walking around some kind of museum. Maybe mm. it was this museum. Yeah. And I was like, why is everyone's dick cut off? <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird that it would be in Greece because ancient Greece was known for like their very like. Right. But maybe that's, that was before. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So they've, they've created all these statues, right? Yeah. And then afterwards the Christians are like, fuck the dicks. Yeah. Not literally. Fuck the ween. No, <laughs> not literally. God damn. <laughs> anyway. I feel like so, that needs to be in our intro, Rose. <laughs> Fuck the ween. <laughs> not literally. <laughs> oh, anyway, that was the story of uh, Dalai Lama. Mm. Let us know your thoughts. Did I change your mind? Okay. Um, if I, I'm going to find that video. Remind yeah. me, Daniel. I'm going to okay. find that video that I watched by the Tibetan guy because it made a lot of sense. Okay. 
and um, I'm going to link it in the, we're going to link it in the show Let's notes. Let's do it. So you, you send me the video it. and we'll do that. Yeah. Ross. And uh, that there's us being open-minded about the Dalai Lama. Okay. Goddamn Lord Jesus. What's next on our docket? Next story. Uh, well, Daniel, you want to talk a little bit about love is blind. Oh, goddamn. Okay, guys. <laughs> oh. So yesterday. Oh, okay. Was We're going to watch the reunion. Yeah. We're going to watch the reunion. To, like. Literally today after yeah, this. We watched the wedding together. Oh my God, it was so boring. We watched it in like 20 minutes. <sighs> yeah, because Rose wanted to fast forward through everything. <laughs> I mean, because it's like, it is kind of Literally everyone fast forwarded th- through the fucking... Guys, you know how we always do like a deep dive mm. on Love is Blind? I'm sorry, there is no deep dive in this season because it was so boring. It was. I don't get it because <gasps> because it's it, it feels like it's been like taking off this season. Like everybody's like freaking out about it and all this stuff. And I'm like, this was the worst season. It was, but I think it's always like a spectacle every time it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know why though this season because it was just... Well, there was just some really insufferable people. Yeah. And I think, I feel like a lot yeah. of the drama that did happen was so staged. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, like a lot of it, I was just like, this doesn't even feel authentic. Like, I feel like yeah. this person was only placed on the show right. to create drama. Yeah. Like that one girl, I swear <laughs> to God, I, I, sw- I, I would put money on it right. that, that she was like contracted to come into the show you think and so? fuck shit up. But then it's like, why would you want to, I feel like I wouldn't want to do that because... Everyone hates her now. Yeah, but also, how much money did she make from it? Who knows, right? Like, I don't know. You still become famous, like, and you. Yeah, get, and if she had like, a special contract, people do crazy shit, Rose. You're right. Like, people will do the craziest shit. I feel for like fame. you could you could do crazy shit without being such a just like a despicable human being. Yeah, but the reason we want to talk about Love Is Blind, guys, <laughs> is breaking news, guys. Breaking news. There was people a- care so much about this fucking season. <clears throat> yeah. So I guess, well, not I guess. On Sunday, which was th- yesterday, yesterday, yeah, they had like a live. It was going to be a live uh, episode on Netflix. It Is was it gonna- normally live? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Like, I think they were going to like stream it onto Netflix, like live or something. It was the live premiere of the reunion or whatever, and <coughs> literally. It was like, it was supposed to start at like six, I think, our time, like Mountain Standard. And like, it was delayed. They were having technical issues. I don't know if people were trying to stream it. You I tried to watch it. I tried to watch it as well. I tried to watch it like later though. I was like nine o'clock at night and it was like. Oh, and it was still not working. Yeah, it was erroring out. It wouldn't let me watch. I was like, I, I gave up. I was like, it's not worth it. I was like, I fuck this. But like, apparently people were freaking out. Netflix issues an apology. Oh my God. About this. And it's like, we're people really. Just calm the fuck down. I know. And I'm like, are we actually doing this for love is blind like for this season really mind blown come on you guys and apparently this like because so in the uk i guess again so me me and daniel and our other friend we were we were we were watching this but it's basically like we're like we're kind of hate watching it yeah like like, cringe watching yeah and we're like there's no way um because like my friend our friend is in the uk and she was like, there's no way people are going to stay up. Because in the UK, 6 o'clock our time would be like, what, midnight or It'll 1 like o'clock 1 or something in the morning. like this. Yeah. yeah, in the morning in the UK. So it's like past midnight. It's like late. She's like, there's no way people are going to be like staying up to watch this thing. Yeah. Turns out. Shitload of people were. <laughs> yeah. So it made like UK news. It was UK headlines. Because people were like obviously staying up late to watch this. Yeah. And, and then they we're were pissed. pissed. I'm like, buddy, go to sleep. I know. I'm like, it's not worth it. Like watch it the next day. It's like, I'm like, I don't understand why. Like I would not be holding my breath like listen like i i get it we love the drama mm-hmm. but also you know <laughs> priorities people oh god damn priorities. i know i'm just like and, and again like this this season itself it's like, so bad it's, like it's not even entertaining to me no i mean it's entertaining enough for us to watch it and fast forward through the wedding yeah <laughs> also like the editors i'm sorry this season they just maybe it was just not interesting enough mm. but they just left out so many like or they left in so many boring moments yeah i'm like what the fuck I'm like, I do not need to listen to this entire conversation. Mm. It is boring as all hell. And the entire wedding episode is so boring. I know. I'm like, nobody cares. Okay. Like, like just get to the part. All we want to know is exactly. I do or I don't. Exactly. Like, and like, let's not pretend that, you know, we care about the romance. Okay. Mm. <laughs> like we care about the drama. Exactly. We do not give a shit. Do not pretend that you are anything other than a trashy television reality <laughs> show. Okay. They like try to make it all, you know, romantic. Yeah. It's like such a big deal. There's a big like, lead up, you know? But yeah. Anyways, I was going to, I was going to uh, spoil people, but I, 
stop myself. Were you about to say something? Yeah, I was going to yeah. be like, well, this so, is the... Do not, but I didn't. Do I not, realized Rose. that some people care. And, you know, we may have to issue an apology if I spoil people's stuff. We would. We'll have to talk yeah. to Netflix and be like, you know, we <laughs> oh actually have to God. issue an apology from our podcast. Um, But yeah, so apparently people care that much about yeah. Love is Blind. You know what's crazy? It's like, so Love is Blind, the reunion, it technically happens a year after the, the weddings, right? Right. So they've already... So they probably already se- filmed season uh, five. God damn. Because then it'll be a year later for the reunion. Right, because it's every year. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I hope they got some more interesting people this time. Oh, God dang. Who is your favorite? Let's talk about it, at least. Mm. <laughs> out of the men and out of the women. I like Brett the most, out of the oh, guys. He's so hot. He He's just like <laughs> everything that I would want in a man. <laughs> very self-assured, confident, but not arrogant. Yeah. And just like a very soothing person. Oh, and just like a... He's m- so hot. And also just I'm like a man, you know? I know. I'm like, damn. God, imagine like you're on Love is Blind and that's what walks in through... That fucking hallway. I'll be like, yep, but, love is blind. Sign yeah. me up. <laughs> love is so blind. Love is so blind as you're like, oh. Yeah. I'm like, yep, I've, I've, I can I can agree. Um, I'm getting married sight unseen, <laughs> as they like to say in the... Uh, it's so lame. It's so cringy. Anyway, yeah, he's definitely the hottest. Yeah, so um, I really liked Brad. I also really like Marshall, or I, as I like to call him, Fresh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, my goodness. Because as soon as I was like, oh, my God, he looks like, he reminds me, because mm. um, I was watching this with my friend, and I was like, he reminds me of, like, a night, like, a guy from a 90s sitcom. Yeah, he kind of does. Like, he has that, like, and then the more I watch, I'm like, oh, my God, he's, like, totally, like, Fresh Prince or something. Like, he just has that kind of cute, sort of baby face look. Um, mm. and, oh. then, and then from the ladies. Um, oh, I just really didn't like any of the ladies, really. Mm. I mean, Tiffany was fine. <clears throat> she was I, okay. Like I didn't mind Bliss. Did you not like Bliss? And she was okay. I, again, like I don't hate any of. I mean, I hate some of them. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So some here's, of them I was here's, like, I, I wasn't a fan of any of them mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but here's who I didn't mind: Tiffany. I guess I didn't mind Bliss. I just found like just personal things, yeah. <laughs> like her voice a little annoying. But anyway. <laughs> and um, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea's okay. She's a little bit too, um, you know. Like, I felt like she just wanted to get married. Yeah, like really badly. She just really wanted to get married. <clears throat> she just kind of, and again, it could be the editing. Okay, we don't know. Exactly. But she just kind of like, it felt like she was very much just pushing toward that direction. But I feel like that's all of them on the show, right? They're all there to get married. That's true. But also, if you're a man, it's Except kind for, of what's her up. name? Jacqueline or whatever. Oh, gosh. She was the she was my least favorite. She was the Oh, my God. Wor- I well, wanted to die. Oh, she was definitely one of the worst. She was up there. I, I think she was the worst. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, of course, obviously, we know that the... the the trio, that's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway. They're all, yeah. So yeah, that that was uh, mm. Love is Blind. And let me see if there's any other fast fire stories. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Oh, I mean, again, we're going to talk about the same thing over and over again. All these fucking mass shootings. Yeah. And then I saw this story about how nearly one in five Americans know someone that has been killed by guns. That's so messed that's up, guys. That's like 20%. 20% of people that know someone that's been killed, not even just been and le- shot. And let's talk about how many people are in the U.S., like 330 million. God damn. So 20% of that. Oh, my God. Let me find this article quickly. That is insanity to yeah. me, guys. Like, I, I I just, I don't know how <clears throat> a country can continue like that. Oh, God, it is so bad. So one in five Americans. Oh, not even. Wait a second. More than half of Americans have dealt with gun violence in per- in their personal lives. A majority of Americans have felt the long reach of the nation's gun violence epidemic in one way or another. So obviously this isn't like, I think this is just from a poll. So mm. we can take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Okay. Um, so one in five p- uh, people report having a family member who was fatally shot, not even knowing someone, a family member. That's insane. The same share that they have been threatened <clears throat> with a gun. So one in five have been threatened with a gun. One in six have said they personally witnessed a shooting. No way. Now I'm starting to doubt the, the validity article. of this. God Jesus. damn, it's a self-reported poll, Rose. I know. But when, when, where was this taken? Texas? Mm-hmm. Oh, God damn. Where we're going. God damn. Oh, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're visiting uh, our friend in Texas. Yeah. We, we'd be a bit scared. I'm scared um, to go. I'm, I'm like, honestly, it was funny. I was watching a... Oh God, oh God! I think it was. Not, a, did you get into a rabbit hole? No, no, no. I was okay. watching. I was watching this TikTok, and I guess there's been like a lot of stuff going on right now. Obviously, with oh, the so states, states has been in the news a lot. We always talk about the states, but I guess it's like there was a, a different angle where people were talking about. They were like interviewing people, yeah, and they're asking about like, and it was like Australians. I think it was in Australia, and like how 
travel to the U.S. from Australia, for example. Yeah. I think it's like declined a little bit or something. Oh, from Australia. Yeah. Okay. And, and they were saying they were like interviewing people and stuff. And like this one girl on this TikTok was like, I literally have no desire to go to the U.S. <laughs> she's like, yeah, maybe I'll go off like once in a blue moon. But she's like, N- everybody that's like living there, a lot of the Australians that are living there are like moving back. And like people, really? are, there's less people like oh, moving over so there. It's getting worse. Yeah. Essentially. Like, I, I mean, it's just crazy down there. I, yeah. hope, I hope it doesn't spill up into Canada, you know? Oh, God damn. I don't, I mean... It's Canada's not doing so well either, but definitely not this bad, right? I know. It just like scares yeah. me. Yeah. So apparently it says of those who live in a home with a gun, a startling three and four report at least one gun is either unlocked, loaded, or stored with ammunition. As in it's so three and four. So seventy five percent say that at least one of their guns mm-hmm. is basically ready for use. It's essentially. easy to grab and just yeah. grab and go. So this is okay, so it's a poll or a national sample of uh twelve hundred and uh, 1,271 adults. So not a huge sample size. Yeah. So keep that in mind, obviously. And depending on what area they're yeah, sampling so we as don't well, know. right? I think so. it's a um, nationally representative sample. So I okay. think it's all over. But that's... That's insane. But if you think about it, like we it's were... not that crazy. It's not I mean, it's crazy. It is wild. But if you think about it, they were saying, um, you know, that they have more mass shootings and gun violence if, if than incidents days of the year. than days of the year. So yeah. just, just that alone. And that's been for consecutive years, right? Yeah. So just that alone... It, it's it's kind of inevitable. Exactly. It's sure. kind of inevitable that everybody or, or so many people have been impacted in some way, shape or form. One in five I know, have it's a insane. family member. Yeah, it's crazy. My own personal experience, I've only ever seen, well, I've seen, a, I've seen a couple guns in real life, but I've only ever had one pulled on me once, but <gasps> not like directly on me. It was kind of like a weird situation. Like you were in the vicinity? Yes. And basically, it was pulled on somebody else? No, no. Basically this guy was like chatting with me. Right. It was like me and these like Swedish- This was in where? This was in... You were traveling South America. Honduras, yeah. Honduras, okay. Yeah, and this guy was like chatting with us and he was like obviously on some... He was like on some drugs or something. Like he was a bit weird. Was he the drug dealer? No, that was a okay. different guy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, guys, let's talk about how Daniel travels really safely. Uh, yeah. By the way, we have uh, some Patreon exclusives of our travel stories and Ooh. Daniel's got some juicy ones. I got some good ones. I don't know how I'm still alive. <laughs> it's because you're a man, okay? I know, this you're is a true. white man with privilege, okay? Damn, if I was a woman, I would have oh. had a lot of shit happen to me. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Fuck. Um, but... <laughs> basically I'm walking I'm with these like Swedish guys it's like during the day and I had found this really cool like kind of cafe it was like owned by this in family. Honduras in Honduras it was like in on which the beach city? we were on um we were on the island of Roatan okay which is actually quite a nice place like okay. it's not like a r- rough area yeah um and we were so we we're walking down from our hostel to go to this like beach kind of like um oh with the hot Swedes Swedes yeah, with the hot Swedes <laughs> And so we're, as we're walking there, this guy like starts chatting with us and he was like, obviously a little bit, he was a little sketchy and he was kind of, we'd gone for brunch or we went to the restaurant and we were like kind of walking on the way back, I believe, if I remember correctly. I remember okay. walking there, coming back. I think we we're coming back. And he's like, don't worry guys. Like some parts of this area are a little bit rough, but don't worry. You guys are my friends. Uh. I got you. I got you. <laughs> And then he literally pulled a gun out of his Oh my God. And like waved it in the air. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) And then one of the local people were like, I don't know. His name was like, I don't know, Brian or something. They were like, Brian, leave them alone. And then he was clearly like a local, like, I don't know. And then we all went back to the hostel. Like obviously he left. Thank God. And then the Swedes, they were like freaking out. They're like, should we call our mom? Should we call, should we call our girlfriends? I was like, oh, bless them. And they still had like four more weeks on their trip. And I was like, if you, you calm down. I was like, calm down. Everyone's fine. Like the guy's like harmless. Yeah. Like no one got shot. Yeah. I think if you call your family right now, they're going to ask you to come home. They're going to ask you to come home. Yes. You're going to have to cut your trip short. And they're like, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I was like, we're all safe. If it was a different situation, I'd say yes. Sure, of course. Right? Like it of was course. more, it was more of like a harmless, but like scary situation. But it's, it's almost like it's because obviously you're in this area that's, you know, Honduras isn't known to be like super safe. Yeah, right. It's quite so rough. I think obviously when you're going to those places, you're probably going in with this mindset mm. that like, oh, it's, it's going to be potentially dangerous. Yeah. So to witness that you're like, oh fuck, shit's going to go down. And and. and Honestly, <clears throat> is as sad or whatever as this is, I actually, most of my kind of scary incidents happened in Honduras. The drug dealer one, that was in Honduras right. as well. The gun was in Honduras. Um, right. We also, so we we were leaving Honduras. We were going to Nicaragua at this point. Mm-hmm. And we had to, because we were staying on the island, we had to come back onto the mainland and then we had to get down to Nicaragua. But it was the way it worked, it was like timing was weird. So we had to stay in the capital of Honduras, okay. which is called Tegucigalpa. And it's like, 
known as one of the most dangerous cities in the world. Right. Like it's it's crazy. The mur- I think it's like the murder capital or something. Oh it's God. like it's insane. And the gang violence, the gun violence. It's the gang fucking violence. I know. So like we were all pretty scared to stay there. Sure. So we literally we we had taken the bus to this bus station. All of us jumped into a taxi, taxied straight to the the hostel that we stayed at. Stayed one night in the hostel and then got the fuck out. Oh, God. Like, we, did, we didn't even go. That's the one city that I didn't go sightseeing in. Yeah. Actually, no, I didn't go. So, <clears throat> all, and, and good or bad. Maybe I should have been a bit, bit more like. No, no, no. You got to be careful. I think you do. Yeah. And like the main, <clears throat> all the other cities, I would walk around and explore. Yeah. The only ones that I didn't when I was traveling in Central America were the major cities. Like. Okay. In El Salvador, um, San Salvador is supposed okay. to be really dangerous. Um, oh, like the big cities. Yeah. Tegucigalpa, the capitals basically. In, sure. In, in Nicaragua, it's, um, I think it's Managua or something like this. And all of them, even the local people are like. Right. Be careful where you go. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like when we were in Nicaragua and Managua, we were, we stayed like one night and the, where we were staying at the hostel, they were like, if you want to go for dinner and stuff, do not walk down the street. They're like, take a taxi. And there was like a kind of gated area. Oh, yeah. It was, it was kind, so sad. It was pretty scary. Like <clears throat> that's the, sad. Yeah. It, and it's sad. Cause that's, that's something that the local people have to deal with all the time. Yeah. You well, know? and but also you would stand out like a sore thumb. Oh, hugely. That's the thing. It's like, you know, maybe for local people, it's not as Dangerous, bad. yeah. But if you look like a fucking tourist. Of course. and the, You're going to be a fucking target. Oh, people will see you from a mile away. Yes. And they'll be like, okay, let's fuck this shit up. You know? Oh, God, it's so scary. I know. It's actually like, that was one thing. Like, I had some amazing experiences in Central America. And some of the smaller cities and communities. Yeah. Oh, they're just incredible. I know. Like, and culturally, such, I feel like they're probably really nice people. They, um, the people there were yeah. incredible. Like... Like That's just sad. It's so sad. Yeah. But like there's the, these big major cities have become like like Ugh, I don't know, like just, just the gangs. Yeah, and the violence and all of this stuff. And the poor people that have to live there, right? Like it's yeah. like it's shitty. Yeah. Like, totally. And then like the police are corrupt in yeah. a lot of these places. Like so it's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The whole really South America's Central America situation is really sad to me. Yeah. Because the countries are so beautiful they're and so beautiful. there's probably so much to see, but there's so much, you know, again, because drug war, like yep. gangs, but just also, so many problems. But also extreme poverty. Extreme poverty. Right? That forces people to become opportunistic. Absolutely. So, so it's the whole shebang. And uh, on that positive that note. That positive note, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this week's yes. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, guys, don't forget to check out our Patreon. Again, if you want to hear all of our Patreon exclusives that mm-hmm. are available on Patreon, there is an entire library of them. So you can listen to them. There's some travel stories. There's some fun times in there. So make sure you check that out. And uh, again, you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And you get ad-free content. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check out patreon.com slash the savage podcast and join it. us. And what else, Daniel? And if you're watching this video on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Give this video a thumbs up. Show us some love down in the God down damn, don't under. Be, don't be hating us. Okay. Don't be don't be showing us some hate. I mean hate. I mean don't hate us. Um, <laughs> uh, also, guys, if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, don't forget to hit that follow. You get updated as soon as there's a new um, episode that's gone live. Also, check out our Instagram at the Savage Podcast, and we got a TikTok as well. So mm. check it out and uh, and join us in Thailand and Bali. Yeah, the links are below, guys. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.